are you on board now that Tuchel is the best coach in the world right now? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. Are you still on the Moyes train? You, you know why? You know why, Jay? And and not necessarily to say good thing. I I'd opt for Moyes. I think it takes it takes a lot for me to be convinced. And I'm not gonna just now. Not even a Champions League title has you convinced. Actually, ah, Jay, you know what? You really are a Chelsea hater, eh? <laughs> you really are a Chelsea let, hater. Let, I mean, me how much more is like, how much more is he supposed to do? I've been here many times before and I've never been defeated and still I will never be defeated. It's Jay. And this is Chuck. What's up everyone? This is Jay from the Two Up Front podcast where we look at the weekend sporting action and other narratives around the sporting arena that may have gone under the radar. Uh, I just want to say Ngolo Kante. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it twice. Ngolo Kante, Ngolo Kante. Yep. There you have it. We are living in a world where Chelsea and their minions are European champions. My name is Jay, and I am not by myself. What up, Chuck? What's up, Jay? And all I will say is Safa. Like even ah. group amongst friends. That's not peace. The stars, Chuck. Oh. They Hi. did the things as we were foretold yeah. that they were aligning. There were far too many incidents that were looking like it was 2012 all over again. And guess what? If as 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 someone who was trying to be very smart in a in a, in a in a in a biblical class one time, I was like, if you switch the two and the one and the one and the two, and apparently that's Simulation. how it works with twelve and twenty one, and where Chelsea are involved, the stars they did align, and the Blues are the champions indeed of Europe. So, um, Jay, not obviously to go play for play and analyze the game, but key question here because there are two clearing things. One Golo Kante is Golo Kante again, one of the match in the final. Um, and it seemed that um, Tuchel outplayed Pep once again. And two, it also seemed that Tuchel did what he did last season, which is overthink the whole thing and just do something that... Pep, that is. Pep, yeah. Did do something that caught all of us off guard. Something from left field. Sterling wasn't playing well for most of the season. And here he is, no holding midfield. The question is, the final, Champions League final, where was it won, where was it lost? It was won and lost in the head of Pep Guardiola. I mean, you know what, right? Look at the final and one of the things that, that stood out very immediately it was the matter of the DM or the lack of a DM where Gundogan was starting in that holding position where usually Rodri or um, Fernandinho was starting. Out of the 60 matches that Manchester City have played this season, 59 of them, he has started with either or both of Rodri and Fernandinho. And the one match that he did not start with either or both of them was the, the Champions League final. So that is that is the first thing that stood out. And the, and, and the issue with that, you know what? Um, and I've said this to you before, that modern modern football is, is, is very much a copycat um, game. And one of the things that you see across the board is everyone plays with a pivot, with a DM, or double pivot, double DMs. And in my opinion, when whenever teams and the fans of teams are clamoring for their own team to be signing this 
or another DM and wanting to spend like 80, 90 million on that. I always think to myself, why are the defenders there? Like, why do defenders need screening? Why is this a thing? I mean, yeah. if these guys are paid to actually defend, then give them the opportunity to, 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 dis- to display their talents, you know? Mm. Like, why do you need to protect them? But it's so proved that you, you, you possibly do, particularly against a team like, like Chelsea. And why, as I'm saying, why it, it, it stood out that Pep didn't play um, with, with, with a DM, or rather he played uh, Gundogan, who's, who that is not his natural position, is the fact that Chelsea were very comfortable sitting, sitting back. Um, and Chelsea, who since Tuchel has, has taken over, they've had the majority of the position in the games that they've played. Mm. And I thought it was a masterstroke from 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 Thomas uh, because he did the the very same thing against Real Madrid in the semi in the semifinals in the second leg um, in particular, where he, he let Real Madrid have the ball, let Manchester City have the ball, and they love having the ball, but they were not doing much with their possession. That's that's one of the weirdest things when you watch those games that two teams who are efficient in in possession when they face a Chelsea team, all of a sudden there are no ideas. What do you think that is, Jay? You know, you know what I was thinking when I was watching, actually, um, even before the last couple of minutes where they were clearly defending that lead. Mm. But when Chelsea are out of possession, um, and I think they were then drilled uh, even, even, even more to detail in, in the final when they were playing Manchester City, who love having the ball, and they were told that they were going to play um, the majority of the game without the ball, is that out of position, they defend with a back five. They literally stretch across the back with five players. And when you look at that, visibly to me, when I was looking at the screen, I was like, these guys are from touchline to touchline. And when you've got a blanket across the field like that, where do you go? And even even the spaces between... So it's it's the back five, right? Um, and it's the spaces then between the, the defensive line and the midfield. And it's the fact that the Chelsea players, when someone comes into a particular area there's a trigger man you you go to confront the player with the ball don't necessarily put put in a tackle you do or you, you don't jump in you're not rash you don't give that player even an opportunity to dribble past you there was an occasion where um Foden dribbled past um Rudiger and there was a chance but then obviously City messed that up but the Chelsea players when when a when a, when a ball carrier comes into a particular area you confront um that player and you repel them so you keep them at bay and then you fall back into your defensive line. And then they have um, the ace up their sleeve. They've got the joker in, in, in the pack of cards. That is Kante, who is free to roam and be a dog and just and, and just harass everyone everywhere. So the combination of, 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 of that guy and the combination of, of the fact that they are aggressive when 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 they're defending and it's not back to the wall stuff mm. you know it's not it's not like what we saw at the new camp with Chelsea in the semi-finals back in 2012 these guys they 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 know what they're doing um it's not guts and glory as i'm saying it's tactics mm. um it's trained and it's 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 so deeply ingrained in their minds that they know exactly what they're going to go out there and do and kudos to the teacher Tuchel in the in this case and kudos to those players as well for absorbing his his lessons in in the time frame that they've had him as their coach, and for for putting them out on display excellently. I think if you ask any Chelsea fan, the answer would have been the stars, like we started the show with, because people have been saying stars from get go. You ask them about their current form in the league, they tell you about the stars. You, tell, you ask them about injuries and the lack of goal threat, they tell you about stars, and they got it already. So, so team, maybe it is the stars, but I think 
if I'm going to thresh out my point, I might come back to exactly where you are in terms of it being lost in Pep's mind. But I also want to say maybe it was one because of Tuchel's masterclass because we had pointed out in the in, in prior episodes that he beat him in the cup, he beat them in the league, games that mattered. And he put out his best team, he put out a changed team, and he still lost to Tuchel. And I figured that's why he figured, well, let me do something different. And that flopped. It, it, he, I think Pep's tactics f- fell flat on their face. And for me, I, I feel, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe he, City have, have good enough players to win with that kind of formation, with, without a Rodri, without a Fernandino, against other opposition. I think he can, you can try that and you can... Well, the funny thing is he didn't try that at all this season, so I'm going to to what gave him the idea what's going to work on this particular day. You can win against maybe Sheffield, against Brighton with those kind of players, but not against Chelsea. Because, Jay, here's, here's the thing. When, when you've got someone like Ungolo Kante, as, as you said, who is roaming around, not just winning the ball, but pressing, passing, being a nuisance all over the field, what is your counter? I would have said oh, the only counter that City have, and it's not a defensive player, is Kevin De Bruyne. Where was he? He was missing in midfield because he's playing as a false nine. And I feel that's where Pep lost the game. If you've got your most influential player not in the game, what are you hoping to affect? Because you see involvement in Mares and Foden, very limited, as you said, because Chelsea defend so well across the, the, the field that it's hard to go past them. Mares is getting the ball close to the center circle. He's not going past anyone. He's not, he's not trying to beat the offside trap. They're not playing the ball over anyone. So it's, a, it's the very same problem that I saw against the PSG in the semifinals. There are no trigger runs. There's no one playing the ball over the d- defense. The people who are playing against a, a strikerless Man City have no fear of the ball going over them. All they have to do is stick to their man, and they've done half the job. So I want to say one, it's that, and and another thing that I think one, 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 uh, Chelsea the game is N'Golo Kante. We, we, I have to go back to that because my whole theory from the beginning of the season is if this team is going to do well, it must be because of this man and this man in form. And my has he been amazing in the Champions League, especially when it matters the most. So Jay, um, what what do you think? He should have done. Let's 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 try let's try let's let's put ourselves in Pep's shoes. You've lost twice to Thomas Tuchel. You've got the array of stars that you have. How would you line up City to try at best win the Champions League? You know what, Chuck? I actually thought about this. Right? Um, yeah. You know, in in boxing, the term that styles make fights. Yeah. And it just comes down to how you match up against an. A, a, an opponent, how you match up against a boxer. You might actually, in overall, be a better boxer, a better fighter than that that particular guy. But in a matchup against this specific person, your styles, the way that they the, the way that they they interact when you go up against him, he's actually built to beat you. And I don't know if Manchester City, if they played games against this Chelsea team for another five hours or five more times on different occasions if Manchester City actually win against Chelsea. Because in 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 the three games, right, that Tuchel's uh, Chelsea have beaten Manchester City, in the first game, Pep plays with a double, double pivot. Mm. In the second game, he only plays with Rodri. In the third game, which is the final, he plays with, with, with neither of them. And when I look at that, and when I was thinking to myself, when I actually saw that lineup, the thing that first came to me was, okay, Pep is being super aggressive mm. and he is reacting. He's actually reacting. Because remember, we asked the question, is Chelsea in, in Manchester City's head now? 
and 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 by extension, are they in the head of Pep Guardiola, right? Mm. And that lineup to me answered that in the affirmative just from the word goal because the reason that Chelsea have conceded only four goals in this Champions League campaign and the reason that they went on that crazy run um, of I think only conceding two goals in like 12 matches, right, um, in, in all competitions. As much as um, bringing in Mendy for Kepa was, 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 was a great choice because Kepa just in between the goals is just not the guy, right? And Mendy, he the the clean sheet stats go on to his record, but it's not because Mendy has been particularly brilliant as a goalkeeper individually, right? It is because of the collective, and it's not also because they have um, Ruben Diaz who came in, stepped up, and and proved his class at Manchester City as a signing. They don't have um, as much as 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 as, as Silva is an all time great defender. It is not because of the, the, the individual talents of, of the defenders that they have, the defensive record that they have. It is because of their organization across the pitch. It starts from, from the front and goes all the way back to the goalkeeper. And because of the fact that there is such little space to play, and, the, and, and, and when you are Pep Guardiola and you're analyzing them and you're thinking to yourself, how do we break these guys down? In, 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 in my mind, I think that Pep thought to himself that we need more ball players. We need more offensive guys. We need to be to be putting more guys in in in, in the last third of the field and making uh, stringing together the passes and making these stretching these guys out and making them to mark more players. So if you have Gundogan as your deepest lying um, player, he's also still a playmaker and he's gonna make those forward runs, you know. Mm. And the idea uh, is that you're gonna overload them, and. That is what Pep went with. He did away with 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 the, with the defensive midfielders, and it's just like okay, ball players as many as we can get, mm. and it didn't work out. Still, so if you ask the question, what could he have done? You replace more of the defenders with more midfielders, and you can't <laughs> play a game like that. Yeah. So I actually don't think that they could have done more because so, I, again, I, I I unfortunately did not watch um the the last game of the season. Um, that, that Chelsea played against Aston Villa. But even that, in that game against Aston Villa, there's, there's the goal against Chorora and then there's a penalty mm. that they concede. Open play. Those guys have not been played around. Even when Arsenal beat them, mm. Arsenal had a, were fortunate to beat them because they were on the back foot being pummeled by Chelsea who just didn't manage to, to score a goal because they, they've been struggling with that all season. But in terms of even going forward next season, I'm actually trying to figure out how do you beat this team? Like, how do you play them off the pitch? So, so the Aston Villa game, I caught glimpses of that. That was Chelsea not at their best one. But also, I think it, 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 it was a performance similar to what they did against Leicester in the final. They, they were there, but things just weren't clicking. It wasn't happening for them. The reason why I asked that, what I asked, Jay, is, yes, Pep was, was reactive to the situation currently against Chelsea. But when you look at the fact that offensively, it's Werner, it's Havertz, it's Mount. Ngolo is more of a defensive midfield as much as he runs all over the pitch. is not really an offensive threat. He's not. A, yes, he can spray passes, but he's not opening and unlocking defenses on my pass work. Yeah. He's, he's, he's more a guy who's responsible with the ball. That's all Chelsea need to win the Champions League. Just those three players. Just three guys. That, that, that is amazing to me. Because, you, you, Jay, when, when they signed the players that they signed, you're thinking, man, if they have Pulisic, if they have Ziyech, plus Werner, plus Havertz, you're thinking attack, attack, attack. You're not thinking, Uti, 
Mason Mount at the top of the midfield triangle is enough. You're not thinking that Werner, even though he's not scoring, is enough. That Havertz, even though he hasn't been great the entire season, is enough. So I think it, it does mean, Naguti, as you were saying, styles make fights that regardless of what Pep did, because, Jay, I mean, those aren't the, the, the three greatest players in the world. No. Not right now. But they're, they're three of the greatest players in, in one of the best well-oiled, machined, well, well, well-oiled machines in, in, in Europe right now. But Jay, here's so, the thing that Chuck, I, I want to interject there and ask you the question. Are you on board now that Tuchel is the best coach in the world right now? No, 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 no. no. I'm not, I'm not. Are you still on the Moyes train? You, you know why? You know why, Jay? And, and not necessarily to say good thing, I, I'd opt for Moyes. I think it takes, it takes a lot for me to be convinced. And I'm not going to just now... Not even a Champions League title has you convinced. Actually, ah, you know what? You really are a Chelsea hater, eh? <laughs> you really are a Chelsea let, hater. Let, I mean, let me how much analysis. more is... Like, how much more is he supposed to do? Can I, can I just say this? Come Jay? in uh, like can halfway I, through the season, find a team that is a point ahead of Arsenal in ninth position, take them into the Champions League spots, take them to the FA Cup final, mm-hmm. win the Champions League against mm-hmm. Pep Guardiola and his mm-hmm. Manchester City side, and you are still not convinced. All right, let's, let's lay down these things first and foremost. One, the Chelsea fans of Australia are masters. Say good it's predicted according to them. If it fulfills and, and, and happens the way it's supposed to happen, no good someone like take someone that like, out the picture, no, man. Jay, Chuck, I, I like want, just football no, no. wise, like on I the wanna, analysis of football. Let me bring this here actually. Figure coach that looked impressive in the, in his first stint, went on to win the Champions League. When they gave him a full season, he wasn't up to scratch. We we stand Ooh, to be corrected. Yeah, Di Matteo. We might took us a better. Dimitri is not too cool, though. Yeah, Dimitri took us a better record. We'll see that in the next season. But listen up here, Jay. Hear the hear the numbers. One, if you look at Chelsea's league form, they weren't spectacular. Fine, they were better off Notuchel, ne? But they barely made it to Champions League. They lost the, the their final game, the game that matches in the league for qualification. They got through because Leicester won. They lost the FA Cup final. I'm not going to just suddenly crown him off the back of one game because if he doesn't win the Champions League, he's had a, a, a good peak in the season, but nothing else for me. Because besides the Champions League medal, what do they have to show? Chuck, Th- that's my thing. He, he, has Chelsea had that great season that we're saying Tuchel has been the best manager? Man, you are being slick. Hey? You, are, you are being slick with your language. But how, when you ask okay. the question that besides the Champions League medal... No, no, no. We are not going to put that Champions League uh, medal. We're not going to put the Champions League trophy to the side and try to look at every, any, anything else besides that. That is the holy grail of the football season. You don't overlook that to look at other things. I'd the still, other I'd, things, I'd by the way, the other things is what, is what I mentioned. The fact that where Chelsea were when Tuchel took over is they were in ninth position. They were a point ahead of Arsenal who finished right where they were at that point in the season. Whereas Tuchel takes that team and he drives them into the top four. Yeah, you can say it, it's true the way that results played out on the last day that they, they got in there because because Tottenham managed um, the result against Leicester City. But the fact that they were in position to even, to even uh, account for a loss and account for a loss for Leicester as well and make it into the Champions League uh, positions because they started that weekend in the top four. And that is that is that is a position that was that was made possible by the fact that this coach came on board and he made he made he made a situation at Chelsea which was described by the previous coach Lampard that these players are not ready to win anything, and then Tuchel said, "Okay, hold my beer," and they then won the whole thing. They won the European Cup, 
and as I'm saying, they are they had qualified for the Champions League regardless let's, based let's, on their performances in the Premier League. Let's analyze then, Jay. And that's the coach. Let's, like let's what, analyze, what, you, what you're Jay. saying, for example. Let's let, I just want to close off with this. When you mention the fact that that team in the final only has three out and out offensive players, and those are not those are not guys who you're looking at at the moment, thinking to yourself, oh, these are people who are going to end up in the Hall of Fame. So how is it that they are able to beat a team? That is as well funded and as well coached has played together as long as they have and who and and who have uh, Pep Guardiola at the helm because they the counterpart of Pep Guardiola on the bench in the form of Thomas Tuchel is amazing and has done an amazing job at Chelsea. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Like a Champions League is big, but I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Tuchel has a, has had a, a thingy a, a great season, sure, but I'm not going to say he's suddenly better than Klopp or better than Guardiola. I would not do that. Let's right now, Jay. right now, no. He's had he's had a, he's had his time in the sun. He's had his his five minutes of fame with the Champions League trophy or blind. But the best, no. Jay, let's analyze. We've said in our conversation, no. Everyone who's touched the top in the Premier League has crumbled dismally. Aston Villa fell away. Tottenham Hotspurs fell away. Uh, United lost their lead. Leicester fell away. So what we are saying in in, in in all of that, Jay, is that the guys that he beat from ninth all the way to fourth. We're guys who are crumbling anyway, so you what you. Ask you can only beat who's in front of you, though. Yeah, but Jay, how great is and, it? And uh, and and he beat the champions of Spain, and he beat the the team that was second in Spain as well. That's why I'm going to analyze because one, they had an easy group in the Champions League. You agree? They Fine, they did. Do the they certainly did. Yes. And that was not even too hard at that point, right? It was still Frank. It was still Frank. Yes. Sharp. Then they go. For me, the the greatest test that they passed on the, on the way to the final is, is Atletico Madrid. The Porto for me was a given. E, 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 Real Madrid subpar. Real Madrid was subpar in both games. Pep's team were tested much more thoroughly in the in the campaign. I'd say up to the point of the final. So for me, Jay, it's one of those things where you say styles make fights. Tuchel is one of those people who would one up Guardiola. Same same as same as how although they only met in the final twice, Ferguson could not crack uh, Guardiola's boss. He couldn't try as he may. Whether Fauci, Sun, Paco, Fago, Ronaldo, whatever he did, he just could not. He got outplayed on the night. Same thing with Tuchel and Guardiola. But I'm not going to say Tuchel is the best. Is he top five? I can sneak him into the list of top five right now. But the best? No. And it's not hating on Chelsea because I'm looking at facts. Because the facts Jay, are he is the, the coach of the, of the European champions. That's who true. Were that's not true. Getting, they were not getting past the second round against Atletico if they were still coached by Frank Lampard. And it's questionable if they would have actually gone past that, that, that point of the competition. With anyone else as their coach? For me, he's still behind Klopp. Klopp turned around a season of injuries to still qualify for Champions League. For me, he's still behind Klopp. He's still behind Pep. Right now. Right now. Right facts. now. No, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Like, convince me, Jay. Oh, Klopp was really... I've, ju- I've, 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 I've really, I've really just laid out for... But it's enough Jay. that Klopp, Klopp got yeah. Liverpool into fourth place. Whereas they had, a, a, se- they had a seven-point lead over, over Manchester City at some point in December. Injuries. when. Yes, they had injuries. I'm not. I'm not. I'm and, not. I'm, I'm not saying that the job that Klopp did, did at Liverpool is is, is subpar. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, I I would look at that job, and I wouldn't say that is as 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 amazing or more amazing. Particularly the the end of the season, which is what I'm talking about now. Since Tuchel took over at at, at Chelsea, there is no way that what Liverpool have been doing under Klopp has been more impressive, and in 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 in, in terms of um how it reflects on the coach than what Chelsea have done under Thomas Tuchel. Jay, There's no it's, way. It's like it's like watching uh, 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 who's the, Nico Rosberg win the championship. 
Fine, you're good, but we all know you're second place to Hamilton. That's what it looks like for me. For no, but when he is, when he ends up as the world champion in a particular year, it's because he is the best driver on the grid in that year. Is he better than Hamilton overall? Of course not. That's and what like, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not like going to put sneak him in, into the top five. But that, that's you, what you I'm saying. Well. That's why I'm, I'm saying into the time frame. The, the time frame that I'm looking at is in at this moment since he took over at Chelsea. Not saying overall. Like uh, the question is not if you're starting a team right now. Who do you have? Who do you have um, coaching your team? I, I don't think I have um, Thomas Tuchel coaching my team. If I have the pick of any coach in the world, right? But mm-hmm. if we are playing a match today, I don't think I'm looking past Thomas Tuchel. Oh no, no, I definitely am. I, I've got, I've got options. Like Jay, the fact that Liverpool recovered from where they are to qualify for Champions League, the fact that Pep was on the verge of a, 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 of four trophies in one campaign. Uh, for me, nah, man. I'm not. Gonna, he he is good. I'm not gonna say he's the best. I definitely won't say he's the best. You know what? I'll tell you this. Yeah. And you will probably disagree with this because of the fact that, and this was seen in the final when Silva goes down and Christensen comes in and they do not miss a beat. I am tempted to say that if it was Thomas Tuchel and his mm-hmm. system that was in charge at Liverpool with all the spate of injuries that they had. I think they were better defensively. Ah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think <laughs> Never. so. You're, you're welcome no, to disagree. No, 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 no. But here's, I here's think so. Saying, because Jay. as I'm saying, I've, se- I've seen him line up different defense. Silva was out for, 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 for a couple of, for a, a, a string of games, actually. Mm-hmm. Zuma, who was their best um, defender in the season, was benched. Mm-hmm. Rudiger, who was out in the wild, was brought back into the fold. Same thing um, with Azpilicueta, who was, who was not playing anymore played like almost every minute of every game since Thomas has has, has taken over. Mm-hmm. And he 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 goes with, with with that array of defenders, chopping and changing, putting putting them in, taking them out. And as I'm saying, they never miss a step to the point as a, in, as I'm indicating to you that if he was dealing with 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 with, with that spate of injuries and so many defensive uh, changes, he may have there's no way to know for sure. Um, and I'm not going to say I know that for a fact, but he may have dealt better with that because his system allows for that. Yes, here's, here's what I'm going to present. One, Teoso was only out for 45 minutes against a team that were already mentally defeated. Within the first half, City are not going to pull this game back. For for me, it was done and dusted. Whatever they were going to try. They if were Silva not, was yeah. out for the season, they still win the Champions League. Yeah? If Silva was out for the season when Thomas took over, they still won the Champions League. I don't think so, Jay. That's not been proven. Here's what I'm saying, Jay. That has been proven because they played so many games without him and they were not... Like you were not. You were, they were playing against everyone and okay, you were not looking at Chelsea thinking to yourself, man, they need Silva to come back and they need him desperately. They were never in a desperate position to have actually any in, anyone, I would say, maybe beyond uh, Kante and Mount to be in that team. And when, so, I, when, when I'm specifically looking at, at the back, they, they really did not need any one guy above the others to be present for them to actually do what they were doing defensively. So so you're saying to me, if 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 a team or rather if any manager faces the loss of Virgil van Dijk, right? And then you get Joel uh, Joel Joe Gomez to, to, to come come into his place. You lose him, you lose Joel Matip, you lose Fabinho and you lose Henderson all for the better half of the season. You're telling me that manager will still produce what he produced with the 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 array of talent that he has at its disposal now. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the level at which Liverpool fell off without those defenders, I think, may have been mitigated 
by Tuchel being the coach who is coaching in that crisis versus Klopp because and I'm 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 actually willing to say this I think Tuchel is a better defensive coach than Klopp can I just say Tuchel is the very same one who got knocked out by Oli in the in the Champions League Chuck, that happens. Like uh, Klopp, Klopp, saying, Klopp was beaten seven two with Van Dijk still 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 healthy. Yeah, by but Aston that's not what lost him. It, it happens in football. What I'm saying that's not what lost him his campaign or year league. It was because he was injuries over over a long period of time, and it was not even just one. He had, I'm sure, like the argument is not injuries. that he would have won the league with Liverpool. I'm not saying they would have won the league. I am Where saying would they have finished. What would they have done better? Because they're in the top four in Liverpool right now. What d- what would what would I, I, for example, I don't think they go on a six-game losing run at Anfield and are unable to keep opposition out because they were not scoring, but they were conceding as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think they have a better defensive record. I think, as I'm saying, where how, how Liverpool, how destabilized Liverpool were because of the loss of their defenders. They were going to be destabilized anyway because you don't lose those guys and just go on as if nothing happened. But, I, but, I, but I do think... Mm-hmm. That it, it it would have been better overall because essentially, uh, if we are if we are being honest, essentially, other than the addition of Silva in the off season, Chelsea did not add any other players defensively. And last season Chilwell. they had they, Chilwell yes, mm. but when when Thomas Mendy, came in, Chilwell was not even was not even playing on the regular. He he'd gone back to Alonso. Chilwell comes in a, a bit later into his tenure, right? Mm. And if you go back to last season, that Chelsea defense was horrible. They conceded a heck of a lot of goals, and day and night since Thomas took over to what um, they they looked like under Frank. And it's not because there was an addition of any other players. It was purely the system. What so, I'm saying is that his system, his system works. So let me, let, let, let me say, let me have my say and say this. One, Frank did fix the Messi last season by bringing those players. They played better. They didn't ship as many goals as they did last season compared to, com- comparatively when you go game for game. Tuchel made it better, but they were on the verge of becoming better. One, two, Jay, I don't think I don't think Tuchel has had the same amount of problems that Klopp has. What am I talking about? We were talking about maybe this team is mentally fatigued, pushing City all the way to 95, 90 odd points and not winning it, getting as many points as they did to win it, winning the Champions League and having the same personnel play over and over again. I think that the next season is a good test for Tuchel because after this season, Konama Euro, these players are going to play. Lots of them are going to represent their countries. They're going to come back and they're going to be put into prison. Everything's going to be rushed. Then we'll see what, what does Thomas Tuchel look like, look like with a full squad that's played to the exploits and gone to the heights that they've gone to. Which can he maintain at least that very standard? Because, Jay, this is not, this is not Klopp in, in, in season two or season one or whatever. This is him having had this long graft with the very same players, which when they finally did break down, and a lot of, di- a lot of them did, it did destabilize the whole team. Because even Mano was saying, I don't know what's wrong with me. I went to get my, myself checked, and everything is okay. I don't know why I'm not performing. So here's what I'm saying. It is not that just, just a spate of injuries, and that's why they didn't perform. One, it's unprecedented number of, of, of injuries. Two, it's mental fatigue, I think, over the course of the season. And three, for them to come back, back to top four, I do not think if Thomas is at the level of club. I don't. Again, the argument is not that Liverpool would have been better overall, which is why I mentioned the fact that um, I think he's a better defensive coach. On the the other side of that coin is I think that Klopp right now is a be- rather Klopp is a is, is a better coach and is a better offensive coach as well with what he does with Liverpool and how Liverpool um, keep keep pressing keep pushing and. 
I I am on the same page with you in terms of why why Liverpool had the season that they had. I'm not saying that they would not have had the same season exactly. I I was just commenting on the fact that in terms of Thomas's exploits and abilities as a coach, he may have had a a a a better shot at trying to deal with that. Not necessarily like the money stuff and and everything else that came with Liverpool, right? Mm-hmm. So in 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 conversation because we've spent a lot of time now talking about Thomas uh switching to the other coach Pep yeah. right so he <sighs> lost the Champions League final um after finally making it making it there um with City for the first time and for the first time in a decade right and we were we were asking the question is it a legacy defining moment whatever happens in this final following the loss what does that say about Pep? How should we look at Pep Guardiola? How should we think about him and his time at um, Manchester City at this moment? I think... Um, Basically, is he a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> I've never asked that question of, of Pep. And, and let, me first, let me first address that. I'm never going to ask that question of, is Pep a fraud because of the position he puts his teams in? Yes, it's one thing to accomplish it. That's another story altogether. I know that. But the fact that Ferguson only has two Champions League and Wagamorino or whatever number they are, Pep is not going to run away and have 10 medals. Like Zidane had three leagues, uh, Champions League back-to-back. He's not anywhere closer to adding any of those. And I do think that even the best managers will have a handful of Champions League and no one's going to run away with that. But when you look at those resumes of those managers who have two Champions Leagues or three, how many league titles do they have? How many domestic cups do they have? How many winning runs and dominant teams and dominant errors have, 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 have they built in their tenure? That's why I'm not ready to bring that question to Pep's, to Pep's store, which are you a fraud? I would never do that. Although I, I would say, Uti, when you look at the fact that since he's not had a Xavi and a Messi and, and an Iniesta, as, as we've said, can I figure out the Champions League with arguably the best uh, or the, the favorites for this campaign? I'm not going uh, so to say he's a fraud. So how do we define his, 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 his legacy right now? Still one of the best. Still one of the best coaches. He's still got one of the best teams. Um, can still put together an, a mighty team. For me, that's why I'm going to For me, he didn't need to win it. It would have it added to the glamour of Pep, but it doesn't take away the fact that he didn't win it for me. Uh, for me, it, 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 it boosts Pep, it, sorry, it boosts Thomas Tuchel more than it takes away from Pep Guardiola for me. I, I Man, don't, I, I don't think it, it shakes the foundation like, of this Pep Guardiola. It does nothing. It does not move the needle whatsoever for you that <sighs> he lost the Champions League. He lost another Champions League campaign Jay, with but, Manchester City. Yeah, I mean, look, Jay. Yeah, we we can look at the, look at the fact that he's got all the talent in the world. He has spent lots of money, but besides this one holy grail, as you name it, what else has he been doing? He's been running amok domestically in Spain, in Germany, in England. Why would I suddenly say, do I think City are favorites for the league next season? I do. do. Are they favorites for the League Cup, which they always win? I think they are. Are they favorites for the FA Cup? I do. FE Champions League? I don't know. I, I don't think you, you can go wrong with a resume like that. I still think they're favorites for the title. You know what? The stat that has been making the rounds is the fact that um, Pep Guardiola has spent, I think, £1.1 billion pounds at Manchester lost. City. Oh, at, at City? 
Or since he since he lost the final, yeah, I think Bayern never never Bayern. Oh, since he lost the one, that's around eight hundred something, eight hundred mil. And 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 he's spent well. This I know that he spent half a billion on his defensive um, recruits at Manchester City, right? Mm. And still lost the Champions League. It's a bit disingenuous um, that that statement (laughs) because uh, it it precludes everything else that he's done outside of the European competition, you know. And I was I was I was thinking about this, and I've called Pep a fraud in the past. And I think I think um, you can go back listen to the episodes. I think I may have said that I may not go the route of calling him a fraud, but in my mind, Pep Guardiola is, and and maybe I judge him harshly because I judge him on the standards that he is in the conversation of the greatest manager of all time, right? And it's actually a very, it's a very, it's a, it's, it's a very great resume. He's never finished below third, if I'm not mistaken, um, in 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 the league. And in thirteen, if not if twelve, in twelve or thirteen completed um, seasons as a manager, he's won the league nine times, which is ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? So the man really is up there with the greats of all time. But it does take away something for me. Uh, it does take away the fact that he did not win the Champions League and the fact that. It lost last year in that game against Lyon. This this year in this game against Chelsea. Ultimately, when we when we dissect what happened, um, it comes back to him. The players, the players, they weren't they weren't they weren't really performing at their best, right? Oh, yeah. But part of that for me is the fact that I don't know if they trusted what was happening because of the fact that why are we suddenly having arrived to this point? Are you doing this? And I don't think they can question that because he's led them to great victories and successes in the past before. But squarely on his on on, on his feet is the fact that he made the the coaching decisions that he made in the final and it delivered the results that it delivered. And the fact that Manchester City, as I've mentioned before, were winning the Premier League um, and they were winning uh, domestic titles in England prior to Pep Guardiola arriving, they were not as dominant as they've been under Pep, like the Centurions were something out of this world and following that up with another 98-point um, campaign. And then coming back this season and winning on the back of a better defensive um, performance from his team. But that better defensive performance is, for the, is, 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 is afforded by the fact that he's, he's got owners who will give him a blank check and whatever it is that you need. And my criticism of Pep is the fact that do you need an all-time world 11 to win? Because as you say, who are you going up against? You're going up against N'Golo Kante and Mason Mount. And N'Golo Kante counts as two players. <laughs> that he does, yes. <laughs> and and for me, for me, I honestly I honestly had them as firm favorites going into the final. And the fact that they'd played against this team twice before he's had a chance to analyze them and he didn't come up with with, with a solution. This is not this is not for me. For me, at least, this is not even Sir Alex Ferguson playing against Pep Guardiola, who's who's coaching a prime Messi, Iniesta, and 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 Xavi, arguably the greatest um football foot, football club side of all time. Mm-hmm. They were playing against Chelsea, and he, Pep Guardiola, was on the side of Manchester City again with all those fans, with those those resources, with all those players, and they did not even look like they were close. To winning that final, and he still hasn't won um, the Champions League with, with with either Manchester City 
or the treble winning team that he took over um, at Bayern Munich. So for me, it does take something away. Is he a fraud? No. I'm tempted to say yes, but Actually, no, he's not. As Mara in West Europe, for me, when I was when I was actually considering this, Uti, eight to nine out of ten times, the winners of the Champions League, not by the fact that they've, they they have they have the, the the title, but when you look at the personnel and their performances, some of them have trebles, some of them have doubles in the domestic league. They are oftentimes the best team in Europe. That's why you would beat Alex Ferguson, Nabo Messi, Nabo Nabo Iniesta, right? It passes the next time they win the Champions League is the MSN. Without the MSN, they they are no close to winning Champions League. Zidane's triple a triple hat trick winning Champions League was the best side in Europe. Uh, without hands down, Hans Flick's Bayern Munich, whatever Pep did, <laughs> was gonna run over wh- whoever was in front of them because they were that dominant. And for me, as much as he's, he's he's had the talent that he's had and he's thrown the money that he's thrown in, in, in into his teams. There are sometimes teams that you cannot disrupt. There are sometimes things that you cannot stop or undo because they are that good in that season. So for me, realistically, um, yeah, this season, Yaibala, I do agree with you, Guti. He, 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 had, he had a fair chance to beat Chelsea. Yeah, last season, Yaibala as well, Guti. What the hell were you doing against Lyon? Go all the way to the final and then roll, roll the dice there. But, I mean, when he's being thrashed by I, 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 I Real Madrid, he's being thrashed by I Barcelona. Come on. What what could he really realistically have done? Because those were the best teams in Europe at that time when he was a manager for Bayern. And so I don't think he should team. have been getting thrashed. Like when he when he loses five nil on aggregate against uh, against Real Madrid in the semifinals, that's like when, man. When this he, happens to Austin Wenger when he's playing against <laughs> Barcelona, coached by Pep Guardiola, <laughs> and has prime Messi in there. Not to Pep Guardiola when he's playing against. Even 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 um, even those those Real Madrid teams, you are right. They were the best teams in Europe, but you don't think. I don't know. You'll you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't think about those teams as man. That's one of the greatest teams I've ever seen. No, no, they weren't the the, the greatest. And they were thrashing Pep Guardiola's team five nil, Chuck. They weren't the, five gre- the greatest nil. team I've ever seen because when you when you talk about the 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 the, the Ronaldo Tevez. Uh, Rooney Ferguson team that that was amazing. That Guardiola uh, thing that was amazing. Hansi Flick Bayern that's amazing. They're teams that were amazing, but uh, uh, Real Madrid were built for the Champions League. Like we knew, Jay, as soon as the next campaign came through with these guys, they they, they were averaging quarterfinal semis every other season at that point in time. That 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 was where they were. I think Real Madrid made like eight semifinals in a row. And when you look at the fact that Ronaldo was at it. Benzema was there, Di Maria was there, Bale was there, and you've got the the quality of Cruz and Modric. For me, for me, Jay, they they could put it together when it came when they mattered in Europe. When it came to Champions League, those teams that Real Madrid did not beat anyone else five 0 I I stand to be corrected, but in the latter stages of 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 um okay, when they got into the final, they did put four past Atletico, and I think it was four as well against Juventus. Uh, Uv was boss. I don't know. Yeah, four uh, could have been. What was the score? It may have Ronald, been. But yeah, but those those were not teams coached by Pep Guardiola. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I think as well. Um, if I am a prisoner of anything, it is that initial period of Pep Guardiola at Barcelona, and looking like this guy came out of nowhere and shot up to the top of the charts in terms of the coaches, mm. and actually even historically, you know, and. When when he left Barcelona, there was the question: Where is he gonna go next? And he went. He went and he took over um, a, a a a juggernaut over there in Germany. 
And there was the expectation that because you are taking over like Hanke's team who had won the treble, that you would be, you know what, even if he wasn't winning the Champions League, the expectation for me was he was going to be a hell of a lot more competitive than he was. It He was, his, 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 his Bayern Munich team, when they got to those stages, mm. they were not a tough out for the team that they were playing. And then when it comes to Manchester City as well, like they got, they get knocked out by Monaco. They they get knocked out by Lyon. These are teams from the Farmers League. And now when we see them, and when we see them for the first time, they get knocked out by by Tottenham in in that crazy game as well. And when when we see them for the first time, as I'm saying, in a final, mm. they are disappointing. They lay a dud I, again. If you're gonna lose, um, if 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 it's three two, Chad, you know, or if you're losing one nil, it's because you you made you made you made the keeper work one shot on target and 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 you can't figure it out and but you are you are pep guardiola i, I, I need more man i go back to the fact i need that, more look let, let let me stop def- uh, 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 defending him and rather say this here's one thing i i, I give thomas to praise for not crying him the best though i said to you in conversation i'll say this again in the mic Kukuti. if pep has got christiansen rudiger um chilwell whoever else is in the in the chelsea defense I don't think City have the season that they have. I, I, I think he has to have a Diaz and a Stones and put 15 Yeah, he needs to have a World a Eleven Because that's, that's a chink in his armor. That's a chink in his armor. I'll tell you that much. That's a chink in his armor. He'll always throw money at defense to try to fix it. But he's the very same manager who improved Uwe Sterling, the very same player who's, who's brought up Foden, who's improved all these other players. But here's the thing, Jay. Opep, for me, is still one of the greatest because what's he done? Won the Champions Leagues that he did, but nobody was still saying it lay blindly. They were like, mm, now nah, I haven't seen enough. Or having one back to back to back. We were like, nah, he still needs to be tested more. Now he's just tried something different. So for me, in certain, cri- in certain aspects, the criteria changes and it's not a defining factor for a manager to have three Champions League titles. So I'd cut slack with Guardiola because he's won a billion other things, a gazillion other things. Yeah, nah, he he looks a little funny under the light for me. <laughs> a player, a player, as as we say that he he needs to have seemingly everyone in the world for him to actually win the Champions League. A player that he would have really loved to have, right, mm. is Golo Kante, mm-hmm. and he is the talk of the football world right now, right? Yeah, and one of the more popular things that is going around um, amongst football fans is the fact that he should be favorite for the Ballon d'Or as as we sit here and, and, and make this recording. Mm-hmm. To that you say what, Chuck? Should we look at Golo Kante and say, man, if we were taking a vote today, he should get the golden ball and should should he be in pole position to get it towards the end of the year? <sighs> this is what you, what you call a hospital pass. The question of Nigeria because <laughs> oh you keep fielding these Chelsea questions <laughs> and if I need to yes I'm a Chelsea hater, hater. <laughs> with a capital uh, H play plain and simple no if if Ngolo Kante wins the Euro yes because Chelsea have done jack besides win the Champions League that's what I, that's what I'm here to say Uti. they have done nothing besides because they were on the verge of not qualifying for e e e e e e Champions League in in fourth. Whether you put Frank there, whether you put Thomas there, Golo was part of the team. But Pumilaguma League Cup, they lost the final to Leicester. You don't, if we go off the back of that criteria, you don't win nothing. So the fact that he, I mean, 
it's commendable to be man on the match in semi-final one and semi-final two uh, against Atletico Madrid and in the final. I don't know if anyone has ever done that. That's magic. That's magic. But you don't crown someone <laughs> player of the year giving a Ballon d'Or on the back of four games. Yes, it's done a lot, but Ngolo Kanti's shining moments are these four games. Maybe you add three or four. That takes us to less than 10 games. I don't give him a Ballon d'Or for that. It's still with Lewandowski. If France win the Euros, I am happy to give it to him. Because that means that means he would have done for France what he's doing for Chelsea in the, in the Champions League. Yeah, man, I'm with you, hey. Um, yeah. I just believe that people are prisoners of the moment. And N'Golo Kante is this lovable character that as everyone who, who watches him and everyone speaks about him says that it is hard to hate him, you know. And even and, Can and, I interject? I just want to write on that and say I think he's, he's a lovable character and, and to a point where I feel it's almost uh, sarcastically... I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. I'll, I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, I feel you people know, take the Mickey, take the piss out of, and make make him sort of like uh, this comical character or this character yeah, of, or, of a player. Yeah, or, or, or they, or they, or, or they make him out to be childlike. Yeah, you I, know, like I've, I, I think I've expressed this to you <laughs> that um, where you see where you see uh, Thomas Truckel go up to him and he's squeezing his cheeks. I'm like, what are you doing? That's a 30 year old man. Rudiger's picking him up. He's and picking him up. up and, I'm, and I'm just like, stop that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, appreciate him and and love the fact that he plays with a smile on his face and he's he's he, he's a good dude. Yeah, you know? and yeah. like exactly like no one can hate him. But that's that's someone's husband. That's someone's like father. You know, that's a grown man. There's yeah, a yeah. there's a certain line in my opinion that people just keep blurring over. And I'm and 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 I. Yeah, I'm not very comfortable with it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, mean I have to say I'm not I very saw, comfortable with it. I saw Chelsea post this picture of, with him wearing shades, and I'm like, you guys know that doesn't look good on him. It's more, it's yeah. more comical. Yeah, and maybe he's maybe he's unassuming in that wise, but you guys are using that to to further your agenda. And I like, I and said, he's not going to stop anyone because yeah, he he comes across he's, as like he's too nice of a dude and he's too shy to be like, okay, guys, chill. Yeah, we all need to chill over here, right? So. Back to the matter of the Ballon d'Or. Um, mm-hmm. As I say, I'm 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 firmly with you. Uh, I think people are presence of the moment. Yeah, I think there is just this groundswell of of love and support for Ngolo Kante, and I, it, it's a bit of um, a, a a reaction to how the conversation always comes up: who is the most um, underrated player? And 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 maybe for for a, a minute. Golo Kante may have slipped into that conversation, but he's definitely not underrated. Anyone who watches football rates him, yeah. and he's 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 rated as he should be. He's actually um, on 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 the verge of maybe being overrated at the moment right now, yeah, yeah. because of three games. You know, mm. it is it is a commendable achievement. The fact that in the three biggest games of the season, pretty much he was the best player on the pitch, and at times like. By a distance, yeah. In the, the in the semi in the semi final against Real Madrid, he's playing against Luka Modric, a Ballon d'Or winner. He's mm. playing against Tony Kroos, one of the best midfielders of the past decade. You mm. know, Casemiro, who has been a linchpin in the in the Real Madrid midfield, and he utterly destroys the the, the trio of them. Single-handedly, you could even say against Manchester City as well. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, Gundogan, um, uh, uh, Foden in there as well. All in his pocket. <laughs> All of them in his pocket. You know. Again, crazy level of performance to be able to do that against that level of of, of talent. Mm. But the season, or or rather, the Ballon d'Or is 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 a is an award that is given for what you do in the calendar. I actually had to double check that is it is it the season or is it the calendar? Mm. So it is his performances from January. But even if we 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 go 
to January and we do not go back to the time when he was not even starting some matches on, on, under Frank Lampard. Mm. Just in the end this year, I wasn't even checking for Golo Kante at Chelsea. Nope. Up until his run in the Champions because League of late. Because there were rumors of, of him being let go. And exactly. Obviously, maybe you that know? could have been down to Frank because Tuchel came on and said, I, I've always wanted to manage this guy. And he's utilized him well. I think if N'Golo Kante had, has had a shout for Ballon d'Or, it was his first season at Chelsea. It was amazing. I think he's had a better season, obviously without a Champions League title, but I think he had a better season for Chelsea in his first spell there than where he did currently. Yeah, and for me right now, I don't know how we look past Lewandowski still. Yeah, you know, um, as we say, if the if the vote was cast last last year, he would have he, he would have gotten um, the Ballon d'Or. This year, he's just he's just continued where he left off. Actually, oh, no even take it, taking it to a next level yeah. in 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 a Bayern Munich shirt. He's gonna suffer because of I don't think Poland are gonna do much at the Euros, True. you know. And then there's also the matter of Leo Messi. Uh, Leo Messi was again dragging Barcelona to results this mm-hmm. the this season, and actually this year he's actually taking his performances to a, to the next level. And there's the there's the copper to come for him, which was moved from his home country of Argentina yeah, to Brazil. We'll see how that doubt. works out. Yeah, yeah. I think in this calendar year, Messi has outperformed everyone. I think goals and stats. I I, I actually from, from I actually Jan think that. Now. Yeah, no one touches him. And I still think numbers. Messi is like the best player in the world. But as we've discussed, the Ballon d'Or is not necessarily a measure of that. You yeah. know, um, and if we're going for what we've seen in the past, best player on the best team in the Champions League. Golo is he, he's up there. Let me say that he warrants a nomination, yeah. right? And he's up there. And also, then in in a year where you have a major um, international tournament, the, the 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 voting is weighted heavily in that direction. So, if he continues this form into the Euros, mm. and then we'll see how um how 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 the start of the season goes. But even just up to the Euros, like what he does there what Lewandowski, Lewandowski does there and what um, Messi does then at the Copa. Mm. I think um, that would decide it. As, a, as, as you say, if he has the same level of performances um, for France and even they don't have to win the tournament, even if it leads them to the semis or the final and he looks like this, where he looks like a cut above the rest, yeah. then yeah. Uh, but right now, nah, I think, I think we need to lay off what we've seen of recent in recent times it will actually be also also interesting because i think if, if france do lift the the the, the, the title it'll probably be the, the standout stars will probably be like a benzema or mbappe because france are just built differently to chelsea so i wonder if we'll see his work that's true in the in the, in the, in the, in the that, tournament that is true but i think that that's that's fair enough to say what if he performs on the european stage again for his national team then we can award it to him but now nah yeah, man. Uh, we've 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 dedicated a whole episode to Manchester City, Manchester City, Thomas Tuchel, Chelsea, and N'Golo Kante, and we will be back with another recording. Um, I should think this week, there, Chuck. Yeah, I don't know if 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 that means the Euro- the Europa people lose out, but we'll see. <laughs> Oh, we're going to come back with Oli. Best believe we're going to come back with Oli and a certain team that think that, that, that they may have thought that they've gone under the radar. But uh, for for this episode, um, guys, reach out to us. Um, tell us if, if if what you think happened in, in, in that final uh, that ultimately lost it for Manchester City and won it for Chelsea. Is Pep Guardiola a fraud or something more than that, something less than that? And do you also think that N'Golo Kante should be the favorite 
for the Ballon d'Or as things stand. All right, guys, find us on our socials, which is uh, JMZulu. That's Jay over there. Chuck to up. Uh, that's how you find me. And I'll probably put up my second tweet. Um, also, then to up front is available where you're hearing us right now. But also we have Apple uh, Podcasts and Iono. That's where you can find us. Most of you are on Spotify. So, yeah. So from me, Jay, and from Chuck, we are Audi. Thanks for joining us on this comeback episode of To Up Front.